welcome everyone who is joining us. Please share to empower somebody. This is our midweek teaching service or Bible study. Um, I came across a quote the other day, you know, you know, we don't eat only on Sundays. We eat throughout the week. The same, what you eat on Sunday does not sustain you throughout the week. So churches that are going somewhere, that are raising disciples to do God's work, always make sure there is a midweek service, a midweek teaching service or Bible study and uh, Friday prayer meetings to ensure that we sustain our spiritual growth, sustain our spiritual life to be able to do what God has called us to do. So this is our midweek teaching service and Bible study for us to grow in the things of God. So once again, you are all welcome. Abena, you're welcome. Evelyn, you're welcome. Aline, you're welcome. Pastor Michael Johnson, you're welcome. Nanapoku, you are welcome. Let's keep sharing. Evelyn, you're welcome. Esquire, you're welcome. Agnes, you are welcome. So let's keep sharing. Let's keep sharing. Miriam, you're welcome. Let's keep sharing. Let's keep sharing. Invite everyone we know, our church folk, our family, your neighbors. Apology, evangelism. Tell somebody, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I haven't told you about our midweek teaching service. I'm telling you, it's a solid platform where we learn and grow spiritually to be able to fulfill God's purpose for our lives. So use Apology Evangelism also to advertise your midweek services. They are solid times of teaching uh, that grounds you. Preaching excites, preaching inspires. We need all that. But teaching is what grounds you and establishes you. So in addition to preaching, Jesus said, preach and teach. As a matter of fact, that is moving me to the, the teaching for this evening. Let, 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 let's go ahead. Pastor Seth, watching all the way from uh, St. Albans, Hertfordshire. God bless you, Pastor Seth, for joining us this evening. Please, everyone on the platform, share, share, share. Apology Evangelism. Tell somebody, hey, 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 forgot to send you this link. Um, every Wednesday, right here, 7 to 8 p.m. I just remembered. I'm sending it to you now. Join us, join us, join us right now for the next 50 minutes as we look at the subject of spiritual growth through mentorship and discipleship. Spiritual growth through mentorship and discipleship. What's the root for this scripture? What's the root for this scripture? You know, the last words of men before they leave are very important. Noel, you're welcome. Raymond, you're welcome. Matthew 28, the last words of Jesus before he left um, was Matthew 28, 18 to 20. Then Jesus came to them and said, all authority, this was after he resurrected, all authority in heaven and earth has been given to me. Watch this, last statement. Therefore, Go ye into all the world. This is to the disciples and that's to us. His last words, you know, the last words of the person before they leave are very important. This was Jesus' last words to us. Thank you, Aline. Aline says it's going to be awesome. It will be awesome. Absolutely. Understanding is coming. Say, go get wisdom in all your getting. Get understanding. Catch this in addition to everything that you're learning and then you will see the finger of God manifestation. Watch this. 
He said, all authority in heaven and earth is given unto me. Therefore, go ye, every one of us, go ye, go ye, watch this, and make disciples of all nations. So the command from Jesus before he left was that every time we come to church or every time we come to meeting service, every time we read our Bibles and everything, Go ye into all the world, all nation groups, marketplace, every profession. Go ye into all the world. Ethnos, every area, every strata of life, every business field, every profession, every college, every hospital, everywhere. Go ye into all the world and look at what it says and make disciples. The word disciples means followers. Stange followers, stange followers. Remember apologetic evangelism. Share to somebody right now. Remind somebody right now that we are on. Tell them, I'm so sorry, I forgot to mention this to you. Get on board, get on board, get on board, get on board, join us. Invite your family, invite your neighbors, invite your friends, invite everybody. Let them come on right now, everywhere they are. Tell them to come wherever they're coming from, on the train, on the bus, wherever they're coming from, they should. Log in right now and join us. Jesus last word before he left. Go ye into all the world. Guess what? And make disciples. We are speaking for the next few weeks every Wednesday. We are teaching on mentorship, discipleship. The world calls it um, mentorship. The church calls it discipleship. So he says, go ye into all the world. Make disciples. Mentor them. Train them. Go and make disciples of all nations. Not just four walls. Not just Four walls. That's why we are online. That's why we are everywhere. He said, I'm not coming until the whole earth has been preached to. So all manner of opportunities that are given for us to preach the gospel, we have to use. That's why we are consistently on the move. <laughs> no slowing down. No, no, no. Go and make disciples. All of us must go and make disciples, followers, leaders, ministers. Pastors, preachers, teachers, evangelists, apostles. He said, go and make disciples, watch this, of all nations. Go everywhere, online, actually everywhere. This is a responsibility of all Christians, all believers. We must become disciples and make disciples, make disciples, mentor people, mentor protégés, raise other sons and daughters. That's our daily duty as Christians. Go and make disciples of all nations. So if you have affected just a city or a neighborhood or a community or a family, that's just the starting point. That's why I said to them in Acts chapter 1 verse 8, when the, the Spirit of God comes on you, you shall receive power and you shall be witnesses unto me in Jerusalem, your local city, Judea next door, unto the uttermost parts of the earth. So we must go, reach out to other nation groups. We must reach out. Go and make disciples. Membership is the beginning, but go and make disciples. Disciples of the teachings. Disciples are followers of the teachings of Jesus. Everyone must become a disciple, not just a member of a church. The membership of a church is the beginning. It says go and make disciples. Go and make disciples of all nations. Then baptizing them. You baptize them. The church baptize them. Groupings meet and baptize these people. After you make them disciples, baptize them. Settle them. Baptize them. So you see, we all have a major duty. We need to get back to the roots. 
go and make all disciples, the disciples of all nations, baptize them, root them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and then teach them. So look at the progression, make disciples, baptize them, then you teach them. We teach them. As I'm teaching you, you must do exactly what I'm doing to those that you win to Christ. Teach them. You uh, make disciples of them by leading them to Christ, bringing them to church, following them up, disciple them, baptize them, teach them. All of us must be teachers of the scriptures to those that we disciple. Your family, beginning with your family and your friends, your neighbors. So, ongoing. Teach them to obey everything that I've commanded you from the scriptures. That's how they'll be blessed. And that's how they can see the finger of God manifestations. This is our mission here on Earth First before anything else. Before socialization, before extracurricular activities, before holidays, before anything. This is our mission on Earth. We need to get back to our mission. And everything else will just follow in line. Like I told them on Sunday. The sparrows, the birds of the air, they don't do all night. You know, have you observed your children? If you have children, have you observed your children? Or if you see children, you know, children don't worry about anything. You know, when my grandchildren come here, they don't, they don't go and, <laughs> let me crack my own joke and laugh by myself. My grandchildren, when my grandchildren visit, they don't come to my office and then start praying, oh God. May God, may you speak to that granddad and grandma to give us banana, to give us wings. Oh God, may granddad pass by McDonald's and may he find favor in the sight of McDonald's. Oh, for McDonald's to give some food. Oh God, may children don't pray for things that naturally come from their parents and grandparents. <laughs> There are certain things that Christians should stop asking for, stop praying about. Just go make disciples, baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, follow them up, win souls, keep teaching them. The more you keep teaching, you know, see, the more I teach people, the more, the more God adds to me new things. The more I let out the things that I'm learning, the more He keeps adding unto me. Children, birds of the earth, sparrows, don't pray for their food or their clothing. God takes care of them naturally. So when you are making disciples, baptizing people, teaching them, engaging evangelism, praying for them daily, uh, inviting them daily, bringing them weekly, every time, God takes care of your stuff. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, teaching them to obey everything I've commanded you, and this is what he said, surely, I will be with you always to the very end of the age. Just as our children expect that lunch will be provided, breakfast will be provided, everything will be provided. You must expect God to provide everything. If you are following Matthew 28, the, the, it's called the Great Commission. The commission for all of us. Go and make disciples. Go and put in that comment box. Everybody put in that comment box. Let me know you are around. I know you are around, but put in that comment box. Go make disciples. Kodofoka, you're welcome. And Estela, you're welcome. Go make disciples. Everybody put in that comment box. Lynn Palmero, God bless you. Put in that comment box. Go make disciples. Go make disciples. Go make disciples. Go make disciples. Baptizing them. You baptize them. 
Don't wait for the church. You arrange baptism. You arrange to go out in groups. Go arrange to go out in twos. Your friend, your relative, your family, go out, make disciples. Then you baptize them. Then you teach them. And this, don't be afraid because I will go with you. Reverend Opoku Bismarck, God bless you, sir, for joining us. God bless you on Instagram. Go make disciples. Then Matthew 4, 19 to 20, Jesus met Peter and the, the disciples and he said unto them, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. Jesus met Peter and said, follow me. Guess what? And I will make you fishers of men. In other words, I'll make you somebody at the moment to an efficient profession. Instead of fishing for fish, I'm going to make you, now you'll be fishing for men. You'll be fishing for men. And the Bible says, straight away they left their nets and followed him. Ladies and gentlemen, this is our task, all of us. Besides everything that we do, we must get back to this and I'm telling you everything will fall into place. I'm telling you everything will fall into place. I'm telling you everything will fall into place. Go make disciples. Go make disciples. Be on the go. Make disciples. Lecture them. Bring them to church. Follow them up. Call them. Text them. Visit them. Bring them on your online programs. Bring them to your church programs. Bring them and they'll be taken care of in every area. Specialized programs. You take care of them just like your pastor has been taking care of you. The text that your pastor sends to you, the messages he sends to you, do the same and start forwarding them everywhere. That's how you disciple people and grow them. Make Go make disciples. Mama Helen, God bless you for joining us from Trinidad. Go make disciples. Go make disciples. Go make disciples. Ladies and gentlemen, like the sparrow, like the birds of the air, like your children. Who don't worry at all about food. They expect it to be there. New clothing will be there. That's how God wants to take care of you. So we shouldn't just wait for the church to organize evangelism. This should be our lifestyle. Soul winning. Go make disciples. We should arrange it by ourselves and go out by ourselves in groups with our friends, with our relatives, with our other departments. Go out and make disciples. This is what God is expecting. So. We're looking at spiritual growth through discipleship and mentorship. Mentorship is mentoring people, raising people with your experience, helping them to grow spiritually and physically, business-wise, commerce-wise, professionally. And in the realm of the, uh, the church, discipleship is how people grow, teaching them how to pray. You pray and teach them how to pray. You study the Word and teach them how to study the Word of God. Everything your pastor is doing, you must do the same. You must do the same to your own spiritual children, beginning with your family. Remember, his last words were, go make disciples. Go make disciples. Ladies and gentlemen, that is the priority. Go make disciples. Keep yourself busy. He said, go make disciples. You can't sit and make disciples. You must go. You must be on the go. Every week you must be on the go. Pray, number one. Then um, uh, invite. Then keep bringing. Disciple them. Disciple them. Disciple them. And the stiller says, praise God. Come on, saints. Praise <laughs> God. So go make disciples. Go make disciples. We are looking at spiritual growth. In other words, my spiritual growth 
<laughs> Your spiritual growth through discipling others and through mentoring others. In the business field, they mentor people. In the in the church field, you disciple people. It's the same way. Uh, what mentorship is in the world is what discipleship is in the church. Find your children, find your friends, find new people, disciple them, bring them online. It's a form of discipling. Let them listen, and if they have any questions, you answer them. If you can't answer, tell them I'll contact my pastors, and I will get back to you. Contact Pastor Michael Jr., contact Pastor Michael Johnson, contact uh, uh, Mama B, contact me, and we'll show you, give you the answers to give to them, to disciple them, to disciple them, to disciple them, to baptize them, arrange baptism classes, water baptism classes, Holy Ghost baptism classes for them. As they are growing, you see how fulfilled you will become. Mwanza, God bless you. You are welcome on Instagram. Now, listen to what Derek Prince said. Derek Prince. This is what Derek Prince said. On discipleship, this is what he said. There's a difference between a church member and a disciple. A disciple is someone whose primary aim in life is to follow Jesus. A member of a church is just a member of a church. That's the beginning point. Like a baby, like a child growing. There's a difference between being a church member and a disciple. When when you start out, you are a member of a church. That's stage one. But you must graduate to make disciples. That's why he said, go make disciples. That's why he said to the disciples, I will make you fishers of men. I'm going to turn you into disciples. I'm going to disciple you or mentor you and turn you also into mentors and disciples of men. You have been fishing for fish, but now I'm going to disciple you. I'm going to mentor you. You will move from just being a member into a disciple, and you'll be discipling others. You'll be fishing for men and become responsible for them. Anyone you win to Christ, anyone you lead to Christ, anyone you bring to your church, anyone you bring online, that is your disciple. That is your disciple that you must disciple. You put the responsibility on you to spend more time in prayer, to spend more time in the way, to go to church more often, to read more solid sound books like those on our website. So you are growing. You see, you grow like your children. You grow to take care of your children. You always upgrade to make sure at each stage of their life, they are growing. You are growing and they are also growing. It's the same. We have a spiritual responsibility to God. To disciple others. So the difference between a church member and a disciple is a disciple is someone whose primary aim in life is just to follow Jesus. Follow his teach. How do I follow Jesus? Through his scripture. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Everything you need to know about Jesus and how to follow him is in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. So you must become very conversant with Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Read that scripture starting with the book of John. Two, three, four, five chapters a day or go at your page, one, two chapters a day. Build yourself because you can't give what you don't have. You can't disciple others if you have not been discipled. So, a church member can be just anybody who has some religion, a respect for Jesus, attends church services, leads a good life, 
but I think one of God's biggest problems in the world today is church members who are not disciples. Church members who are not disciples. They are church members, but they are not disciples. They are not disciples of Jesus. They are not following Jesus' teachings, and they are not discipling anybody. And as Taylor says, I definitely share this glory to God. Now, this the satellite needs to focus on and spread. So, this is real teaching. So, a church member can be just anybody who has some religion, a respect for Jesus, attends church services, leads a good life. But he says one of God's biggest problems in the world today is church members who are not disciples and are not discipling others. You have to start discipling others. That's how you begin to grow. That's what we're looking at, spiritual growth. Don't wait for perfection before you start discipling others. Right where you are, keep moving, keep moving, keep moving. This mindset of discipleship keeps you focused on studying the word and doing the word. You know, when you know you are discipling others, when you know you are taking care of children, go and work, go get money, or use the right means to get money to be able to take care of your family. It's the same with people that you are discipling. Church members who are not disciples, we must graduate. Jesus said, go make disciples. He didn't say, go make just members. No. We have to move from just membership to discipleship. Disciples are people who disciple. They are followers of Jesus, followers of his teachings, followers of his principles, not opinions of men, followers of his teachings. Where do I find his teachings? Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, and then through the epistles from Acts all the way down to Hebrews and Revelation. So, Go make disciples. Go make disciples. That's the duty of all of us. If you are not making disciples, you are just a member of a church. You must graduate. You must move. You're looking at spiritual growth. You grow spiritually through mentoring others and discipling others because you discover our responsibility to people. When I'm preparing for Wednesday services, when I finish my service on Sunday, Monday, I, I, if I rest, because very often I catch a lot of revelation on Monday. I start preparing for Wednesday, preparing for Friday, preparing for Sunday, Saturday, lunch hour, and other things that I need to do. So it keeps me busy, growing, to be able to feed that, because you can't give people what you don't have. So remember what he said, go make disciples. Everyone, put in the comment box, everybody. Put in the comment box right there. Everyone, everyone is supposed to go make disciples of your community, of your neighborhood. That's where you must start doing prayer walks. Prayer walks in your neighborhood. Every time you're going to work, every time you're coming from work, be praying in tongues on your street, the soles of your feet, where your soles of your feet shall tread, we shall give you for your inheritance. You will begin to drop ideas about how to pray for your community, how to pray for your neighborhood. Love, everything initiated by love initiated by law. So, the difference between disciples and members. So, we need to graduate. Who are members? Members are those who just want to stay as members, want to be fed. Sometimes some of them want to be pampered. Um, you know, when you give birth to babies, you change their nappies. 
sometimes some members just stay as babies and want their nappies to be changed uh, without growing. They've grown and instead of being potty trained, they still want to be changed. I mean, that's ridiculous. So, there are those who want to stay as just members of their churches. But listen to what Jesus said. Go make disciples. So, we have to mature from members to start assuming responsibility. What are those key main responsibilities? Now, I'm repeating this for a reason. There's a reason because there's no need in teaching additional things when we don't understand the fundamentals. The main key is Matthew 28, 18 to 20. Go make disciples, number one. Baptize them, number two. Teach them, number three, so that they become established and start doing what you are doing. So, our duty is to go make disciples. Preach to people, let them give their life to Christ, pray for them, invite them, bring them to your local church so they become established. Go make disciples. You must be a disciple first, and a disciple is somebody who follows the teachings of Jesus. I believe that you understand. I'm repeating that where there's a reason why. So that is established in our spirit, man. When I got born again, I was disciples. When my wife got born again, she was disciples. When our pastors got born again, they were disciples. When most people in our church got born, were disciples. We also have academic classes, discipleship classes, foundational classes. Um, all these classes to establish them. We need to revisit all those, go over all those notes again and then get ourselves ready to disciple people. Number two, baptize them in water and in the baptism of the Holy Ghost. We must be able to, every one of us must be able to pray for people to receive the baptism in the Holy Spirit and take them to a swimming pool or wherever to baptize them in water. Don't wait for your pastor to do that. Initiate that in your church is a sign of graduation from membership to a disciple. So you, whereas you're listening to this and I'm listening to this, it helps me to know where I am. Am I just a member or am I a disciple? And if I'm a, I'm a disciple, am I discipling others? Where is the last time I made a disciple? When was the last time I won a soul? When was the last time I prayed for somebody to be saved? When was the last time I followed them up? When was the last time I brought them to church? When was the last time I, I, I organized a baptismal class for them to be baptized in water? When was the last time I prayed with them and they started speaking fluently in tongues? When was the last time we are getting back? Thank God we are being given the second chance to get back to this. And I'm telling you, the promises of God will become a reality when you are actively busy for the things of God in addition to your career and your profession. You see how your career your professional start flourishing when you start making disciples, even on your job, in your break time. You go on fellowship or you go out with your family and friends and your workmates. You need to start dropping these things and start making disciples. Call them individually. Make time for them. Glory to God. So, Romans 8, 14, it says, As many as are led by the Spirit, they are the sons of God. It's those that are led by the Word of God. That are sons of God, all the mature ones. You know, First Corinthians chapter thirteen, verse eleven. First Corinthians thirteen, eleven says, "When I was a child, I spake as a child. When I grew up, I gave up childish ways. When I was a child, I spake as a child. I thought as a child. I behaved as a child. But when I grew up in the things of the spirit, my reaction to situations is totally different. When you get into the word." The childish ways in you begin to be submerged 
and then the spiritual side of you begins to, it's a process, it's a process. The more you spend time in the Word, he said the Word of God is a mirror. So as you look in the mirror of the Word of God, you see where you are and the places you need to uh, adjust and places you need to mature and grow up in. So members, ministers, graduating and mature. So we need to mature from just disciples. I mean, from just members. Romans 8:14. As many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. They are the mature ones. They are the disciples of God. As long as I'm being led by the Spirit in everything I do, I am described as a disciple and a son. The word son stands for mature. Mature. I'm not just a member of a church. I'm busy serving. I'm doing something in the house of God. I'm responsible for a department. I'm responsible for certain people that I pray for, that I work with. I don't just socialize with them. I work, I pray for them. I build them up spiritually. We do spiritual things together in addition to everything else that we do. Making disciples, making disciples. Just like you are giving somebody on your job to train as a protege to come up in the ranks on your job. The same must be done within church. I believe that you are enjoying this. So, in every church, watch this. They are first timers. Those who come there for the first time, they are visitors, they are guests, then they are worshippers who are led in worship. Everybody's place in church by virtue of their choice and maturity is different. They are those who come to church who are just members, evolving butterflies, you're welcome. So you must graduate from just a member, from graduate from being a first timer, being a visitor, being a guest. To become a worshiper, worshiping with everybody. So worshippers are led in worship by the worship leader. Worshippers, they are just there. They worship God, being led in worship, in prayer, in praise, in the word, in offering, etc. They are worshippers. That's one stage. Then you must move from worshiper to a member. Now members are said. See, worshippers are worshippers are led in worship. Look at, I'm taking my time to explain this so you know where you are and where you need to move to. Worshippers are led in worship. Members are fed the word of God. Where they have graduated from, they have graduated into members, members of the church through membership classes. Membership classes. Membership classes. Then, number three, they are learners. Those who are not just members, but they decide to learn, to learn, to get better. Learners are taught. They are taught. They are taught to serve in the church and serve in the kingdom. Serve in one capacity or the other. Look at the stages. Worshippers, first-timers, visitors, guests. This is to locate you. Worshippers. What else do you do other than worship? You are a member of the church. Okay. You are a member of a church. What responsibilities do you have in your church? And are you doing something with it? Graduate from a worship have been led into membership. You are fed. Learners are taught. And what are they taught to do? They are taught to serve in one capacity or the other. So move from a worshiper. Graduate from a worshiper to a member. Move from a member to a learner. 
Start learning, 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 learning. Follow. Look at your leader. Learn new things, things you can do. Learn to serve. Learn to serve in the church. Then service. You learn to serve. Learn how to serve, like on your job. When you start a new job, you go through induction, you go through training, they are teaching you, you are learning to serve or to work on the job. Learn to serve. Servers are trained to serve. Then you move, as you are trained to serve, then you move to be a worker. Workers are trained to work. 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 Sister Lynn Palmero says, My belief is if you are just a member in the church and only focus on being in the church alone, but don't invite others or even go investing, inviting friends, family, or even giving out tracts, is being selfish and not really a religious person. You have to be involved in God's work. You have to share the gospel. People will sometimes show no interest, but then one day you'll be overwhelmed by what you see. Worth trying, reward feels good. This is Sister Lynn Palmero, who is in Jamaica, used to serve faithfully in House of Judah before she moved to Jamaica. That's a powerful contribution, Sister Lynn. God bless you. So, move from, so, first timers, visitors, get, see the progression? You don't remain a first timer for life. <laughs> The first time you come to church, that was your first time, but you don't remember, you don't remember the first time after life. You're only a first time, and you must be a first, be a first time, get once, that's it. After that, you're a visitor, guest, you're a guest for once, the first time. Move on from there to be aware, because remember, the foundation is what Jesus said, Matthew 20. Go and make disciples. I've seen you, I've called you, go and become fishers of men. Go and make Go and find the fishes that I've I've assigned to you and then clean them up and bring them to your church and let the Word and the Holy Spirit clean them up and work on them that you follow them up and pray for them. So, get worshippers, move to members who are fed, learners who are taught to serve. So, you must become a learner in your church and in your ministry to be taught to serve. Then from serving, become a worker in the church and outside the church. Then from a worker, you become a disciple. 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 So you see the stages. Where am I on this particular ladder? Am I a disciple? Am I working in the church? These are the things that determine what God does for you and with you and through you. Graduate to become a worker in the church. Graduate to become a disciple. Then followers, a disciple. Disciples are followers of Jesus' teachings. He said, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. The followers who are made, these followers are made like their leader. They watch Jesus as their leader and the pastor who is following Jesus and do what the pastor does. The same spirit at work in him. You must receive that same spirit to be able to operate. You remember what Jesus, uh, God said to Moses, I will take off your spirit and put it upon the 70 elders, for them to function in the same capacity as you, to be able to bear the burden of the ministry. There's no way you can do what your pastor does if you don't have his spirit. If you don't have, uh, on Sunday I taught you on, he was forgiven much, loves much. The reason why 
mom and I operate the way we operate is because we have been forgiven much and we know we just live our life is to serve God. That's not the job of a pastor. That is the job of every Christian. God saved you. He loved you much that even while you are yet a sinner, he saved you. He saved you to serve. He saved you to be a disciple. He saved you to be a follower. He said, go tell Pharaoh, let my people go for one reason only, to serve me. You and I were saved to serve. You and I were saved to serve God and serve people. Period. (laughs) Period. Period. If you are not doing that, you will be frustrated in life. Look at the stages of spiritual growth. Worshippers, to members, to learners, to servers, to workers, to disciples. So you can disciple others. So what stage are you? 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 Followers are made like their pastor. These are hard followers. Hard followers. Like Psalm 68, where the psalmist said, My soul follows hard after you. Oh, my soul follows hard after you. In the midst of my imperfections and my fault, oh God, my soul follows everybody under the sound of my voice. You must come to a place, Psalm 60, Pastor Johnson, please check this out for me. Is it Psalm 63, Psalm 62, where the psalmist said, My soul followeth hard after thee. My soul followeth hard after thee. That's why Mama B and I, our soul follows hard after God. He's the maker of us. We were nothing, and we are still nothing without Him. So follow our example. Follow our example. We are not talking about perfection. We're talking about zeal for the Lord. Zeal for the Lord. Zeal for the Lord. In the midst of your imperfections, zeal for the Lord. Become a disciple and disciple others. He said, go make disciples. Go. That's the most important thing. Go and make disciples. Go and mentor others in the marketplace. Go and disciple others spiritually, which is the first. We are sent to, we are saved by God and to to go to uh, be a blessing to humanity. Dr. Menno, God bless you for joining us. Zeal for the Lord. Thank you. My my soul, watch this, Psalm 63, verse 8. My soul, your soul, your soul must follow hard after God. He said, my soul follow. That's David. That's David. Described by God as God wrote his CV for him. My soul followed hard after this. He says, this is a man after my own heart. Ladies and gentlemen, go make disciples for God. Everything else in your career profession, you'll be given a voice in the marketplace. Joseph was a prisoner in prison. And in prison, he was serving God and serving the prisoners. And he was shot to the limelight to a political prime minister, ministry of agriculture, home office minister, prime minister, uh, chancellor of the exchequer, uh, all in one, all in one. God gave him a position all in one. Chancellor of the Exchequer, uh, um, Minister of Agriculture, Home Office Official, uh, Global Feeder of People, 
all for serving God, being a discipler of men in prison. So your position in life, what people are saying about you, people who hate you, and all those, is irrelevant. Totally irrelevant. If you are pursuing what God has called you to do, just leave them now. Leave them. <laughs> Listen to me. Listen to me. Listen to me. Glory to God. His disciples remembered in John 2.17, the zeal of his house has consumed me. The zeal of his house has consumed me. The zeal of his house has consumed me. The things of God must consume you. The things of God must consume you. The things of God must consume you. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you, Holy Spirit. I've just heard your voice. Listen, listen to what I just said. When the zeal of his house consumes you, Making disciples, praying for people, inviting people, mentoring people, bringing people to the church, helping them to grow. When the zeal of his house consumes you, what you are zealous about will consume God. When the zeal of his house consumes you, what you are zealous about will consume God to come to your defense. Socialize by all means. Entertain yourself by all means. Do whatever you need to do for yourself, your family by all means. But your priority must be go make disciples, including starting with your family and spreading out. The zeal of thine house has consumed me. That you may not scream like I scream, but let the zeal of his house consume you. Let him Psalm 137, 5 to 6. If I forget your house, may my tongue cleave to the upper part of my mouth. May my right hand lose its now. This is a decision that is no this is not something that's transferable by a pastor of you know. You must let the zeal of God has consume you. Consume you. The zeal of thine house has consumed. It's not for pastors. It is for all believers, all Christians. All Christians must go out and make disciples. Send this message everywhere as a form of evangelism, apologetic evangelism, friendship evangelism, mentorship, discipleship. Send it everywhere to go to make disciples. Send it across nations. Send it to your family. Send it to your haters. Send it to your enemies. Tell them this is it. Hallelujah. I believe you are getting something. Let me begin to round up for today. This is an entire series of teaching. Spiritual growth through mentorship and discipleship. Discipleship. You must be his disciple, a follower of his teachings, and disciple. Emphasis is disciple others, disciple others, mentor others. What you have been taught, pass it on to others. And people don't do what you expect. People do what you expect. So don't just lead people to Christ. Don't just pray for them. Don't just invite them to church. Don't just bring them to church. Don't just teach them the things you know. Train them and follow it up. You supervise them just as your pastors supervise you and make sure you do what you have to do and remind you of the things that you need to do without policing you per se in your homes. So let's finish. Let me give you the last bit for today. 
followers. You must graduate into a disciple. Disciples are followers of Jesus and followers of his teaching. Followers of his teaching, whether market principles, his presence, everything. You find yourself winning in every field, every strata of life. I'm not just a pastor of the church. I'm a success in other areas as well. Because I'm a disciple and a discipler. Whenever we are teaching and pastoring people, we are discipling people. And the Bible says, train them to do the work of ministry, both in the kingdom, in church, and in the marketplace. Influence every strata of life. We are making disciples. Disciples, raising MPs, raising doctors, raising teachers, raising laborers, raising nurses, raising everybody. Disciple people on your job. So, followers. So, disciples, then followers who are made like their leader. I will take Numbers 11, 16, 17. I will take up your spirit and put it on them, and then they will be able to bear the burden. You need the spirit of your pastor to be able to do the things he does, the way he does it at your level, to be able to disciple. So, come through catching his spirit, catching his spirit, his zeal. And doing exactly what he does, that's how God is going to reward you. must be a disciple. Go ye and make disciples. Hallelujah. Your own disciples. Your own disciples. Paul looked at the, was it the Corinthians, one of the, the churches, and said, Ye are my epistles in the Lord. Ye are my epistles. You are my, you are the proof of the things I've been teaching. That's what he meant. And then let me give you this, and then we'll close for today. Sons and daughters. Oh, that's another story altogether. You must graduate from just being a member of a church, follow the, 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 the trajectory to becoming a son and a daughter of the ministry. Where when you when you are functioning, everybody can tell Charlie, there's you know oh hallelujah. <laughs> I feel something. He said when they saw Elijah, they said the spirit of Elijah doth rest upon Elijah. Aya. Aya. Come to a place where when they see you <laughs> and they see your your pastor or your father or your spiritual mother, they can tell you carry their DNA. Both in results, in function, you may not speak like them, but they can tell. The spirit of Elijah doth rest upon Elijah doth rest. They said it. Remember what I told you two weeks ago? They are the ones who will say. The spirit of Elijah doth rest upon you. We can see that God is with you in your business, in your career, in your laying hands on the sick, in, 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 in your resort, in your family, on your children. We can see the closer you are to God, to Jesus, the Holy Ghost, and your pastor and your church. We're not talking about familiarity or proximity of going to his house. Catch his spirit. Catch his spirit. Catch his spirit. Catch Ask God, I want the spirit of Jesus and the spirit of my pastor. Hush. Catch. God did not say, I'm going to take my Holy Spirit and put it on your elder. No, 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 no. He said, bring your leaders, bring your members, bring your bring them. I will take of your spirit and put it on them because the only way they can operate like you, is they need to have an hunger and a test. Give me some of what Bishop has. Give me some of what Mama B has. 
Give me some of what these pastors in the house of Judah have. Give it to me. Ah, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> oh God. I, I need to continue this. I'm going to continue this next week. I'm telling you, this, this gets the beginning. Next week I'm going to show you the list of people in churches, babies, children, etc. And then we're going to look at the difference between members and disciples, how to grow, how to be mentored. Ladies and gentlemen, don't miss these sessions. And I want to encourage you, pass this message on this teaching service on to everybody you know. Some have their own churches and they are being blessed by the things that they are learning. But this is a universal message that will help all of us, all our churches. We are a kingdom-minded church. We are kingdom-minded people. We are kingdom we are very interested in what happens in other churches and that we should grow together so the coming of Jesus will be manifest with speed swiftly. But before he comes, heaven must come down on earth and it must be seen in our ministries, in our businesses, in our careers, in our families, everywhere. It's just like what God instructed Moses to pray for his leaders to get his spirit. His spirit. You need the spirit of your pastor to do the things that he does. Global, global mindset, raising, being a generational disciple. A generational disciple. A generational disciple. A generational disciple will pass these messages on, on all platforms, everywhere. All your friends that you send text messages to, all these places, Snapchat. Uh, Instagram, Messenger, everywhere. Evangelize with this message. That is not to make Bishop popular. No, it is to teach. Go make disciples of all nations. That is the, 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 what's the word? Let me find an English. That's the motive. That's the motive. That's the motive. We must function like our leaders. Take Moses. I will take off your spirit. And I'll put it upon these leaders to function like you and produce results. Because you alone, Moses, cannot do it all. So come, let me take off your spirit and put it on them so they can see the same result. When you speak and pronounce and prophesy and pray, the things that are happening through you, it must happen across, must happen in the lives of all members of churches because they meet different kinds of groups, groups of people that the pastor cannot meet. You are the prophet on your job. You are God's ambassador on your job, in your family, in your community, in your neighborhood. You were put there for a reason to disciple your community, your city, your job, your business. You were put there for a reason. Father, thank you. Holy Spirit, I give you all the glory and all the praise for tonight. Bless us, your people. Thank you that this word has fallen on the good ground of our hearts. We give you praise. We receive the grace tonight to go make disciples of our communities, of our families, of our neighborhood, of our jobs, in everywhere, every strata of life, wherever we find ourselves. Everyone we are in contact with, Father, give us divine strategies to reach out and to make disciples of all nations. Father, we receive that grace right now. In Jesus' name. I receive grace to share this message everywhere, 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 making disciples. Apology, evangelism. Sorry, I've not passed this message on to you, but here you are. Listen to it. It will be a blessing. Do you have any questions? Contact me. Tell them. If you have any questions about this message, contact me. I'll explain. If I don't have the answers, I'll contact my pastors. 
We are well able. Four pastors we have in House of Judah. Myself, Mr. B, Mr. Michael Jr., Mr. Johnson. Contact us. We'll explain it to you. Then you can pass it on. And you become ministers of the gospel, representatives of Jesus, disciples. Another word for minister is disciple. We are all supposed to be ministers of reconciliation, not in title, but in function. Receive that grace right now. Thank you, Jesus. Bishop Dr. Michael Hutton Wood, the senior pastor of House of Judah, UK, the Happy Church presents six dynamic life-changing books that will catapult you to higher heights and title. Success has no uncles. Twelve cancers to avoid at all costs in leadership, ministry, and management. You have only one life. Make it count. Understanding and releasing the power of first fruit offerings and tithes. Invoking the incredible power of altars and sacrifices. Forgive, but don't forget. Success is self-determined. Success consists of little daily efforts, and failure consists of little daily neglects. Daniel said, I understood by books. No matter what life throws at you, stay focused and keep moving through relevant and current information. These books are definitely a must for your library. Order your copies today by calling or visiting our website, www.housejitter.org.uk or using the information on your screen.